How's it going, everybody? It's Robert and Austin with Gas Money. And on this week's episode, we've got a special guest who um, has been on the podcast before, and we're bringing him on again. It's one of our good friends from high school. His name is Jackson Evans. Uh, Jackson, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Doing good, doing good. So uh, basically, to give you a little background, um, we grew up with Jackson. Uh, we almost had very similar mindsets about business and entrepreneurship. Um, I actually started shoveling driveways when I was younger with Jackson, um, and that's kind of where uh, the idea for working on our own started. And now Austin and I have gas money, and Jack can actually just move from Michigan down to Florida to uh, start cleaning pools. So he um, he bought a pool business from um, one of his friends, and I guess uh, I'll let him go into a little more details about that. But um, it's a really inspirational story, and uh, we're happy to get into it. So uh, I guess to start out, um, kind of give us a little background about the pool company um, that you just got started and uh, tell us what your plans are just for the short term um, with the pools. Yeah, so uh, basically, um, this kind of comes back right to, honestly, it was probably like springtime of last year of 2021. And uh, my uncle was, I was, came down here, came down to Florida in March, and he was kind of looking into selling off his pool route and stuff like that. And I was like, I never really considered it or thought about doing that. Um, because it's not really a huge thing up north um, or anything. And uh, I was just kind of thinking about it. And I was like, oh, that sounds like it'd be kind of interesting. And I was like, I didn't know you could really like even sell off a route or how it worked or anything like that. So I kind of just started doing a little bit of research. Um, and then was talking with Austin and Alex about it. And was just like, you know, like this is this would be kind of something interesting. So we were like running some numbers on it and stuff. And it seems like it's just like kind of a really cool niche type business that like I hadn't really thought of it's kind of outside the box and um so we did like quite a bit of research on it and everything and we're like this seems like it's a pretty cool thing so my uncle was like yeah you know like I mean like if you if you guys want to buy it off me like I'm all for that and everything so we uh we I went down there for four or five weeks in June so I think all the way up from the beginning of June to July and uh kind of just did the route with him he's got about he had about like 47 pools at the time so, I mean, that, that's a pretty decent route to start with, especially it's not like over like too much work, but it's also like a good amount to learn on. So I uh, went down there um, and kind of just went, did the route with him and everything uh, two, two or three weeks by uh, with him, like on my side, pretty much. And then the two last weeks were just by myself. And then uh, Austin and Alex kind of filled in, um, helped me with the last two weeks or the last week just to kind of check it out themselves and everything. And yeah, it's a pretty cool industry and stuff like that you know I'm just starting to kind of dip my toes in the water and everything but yeah so basically just bought it off my uncle here um this past month uh just kind of switching over because I'm not really buying the business I'm technically kind of buying the route so that's kind of what you do is you don't buy like someone's business off them for the pools you buy their like like route and everything so I'm mm -hmm. actually starting my own LLC it'd be so his um LLC was Tiki Pools SRQ LLC and then mine's going to be Tidy Tiki Pools uh, LLC so just kind of mm -hmm. swapping some things around and everything like that in there just to, I wanted to keep the Tiki so yeah I like to, that yeah keep that in there be cool for a logo and everything like that so decided to keep that so we're kind of uh, at a standstill right now we're waiting on the uh, state of Florida to kind of get that into the system and everything so we can start transferring all over the the, the billing and everything like that but i've been down here for the last like three weeks doing the pools and stuff so i got a pretty good idea of what's uh what's going on with them awesome awesome 
That's awesome, dude. Um, you know, obviously both of us have seen like the whole like thing right from the get go. Um, me, like I really saw it because obviously like I had interest in, you know, maybe picking up that venture on the side as well um, with gas money still going too. Um, obviously, you know, this was kind of way back when um, Alex and I both made the decision to kind of, you know, take our own things on and continue to go, go our own ways. Um, but I'm, I mean, just to give a little background with you, Jackson, like I saw, you know, years ago when I like started to get interested in business, like I knew for a fact that you like had to have your own thing and you, but you just like, didn't really know, I guess, exactly like specifically what you wanted to do or what you wanted to get into and like what was almost, um, you know, not, not like a ton of risk, but at the same time, like you had risk management too. Um, but you didn't want to like take a risk to just jump into something you had no idea about. Um, and when this thing came around, like it, it almost was perfect in my head for you. I was like, you know, first of all, yeah, it's, I mean, your uncle, obviously, uh, you, you're get, you got it off your uncle, um, which is also a super cool thing. You know, you were able to go down there, um, stay with him and see the day-to-day operations and how everything works and really learn about it. Um, which a ton of people do not actually, I, I bet it's over, it's gotta be over 50% of the people that want to get into like buying a business or, um, you know, just jumping into a new industry and uh, a new business venture do not get like that kind of, um, you know, of an opportunity to like experience what they would potentially be getting into before they even get into it. Um, I think, I guess go into a little bit on that, like how, how did that help your mentality and like, Um, and then also like, how did that then get to you kind of finding the factors, um, of like what made you want to like really go for it? Yeah. So like, it is kind of an interesting approach, uh, to kind of get like a true inside look of the business, like literally doing the day-to-day operations, like in it for basically an entire month or whatever. Um, so that was a kind of a really unique opportunity. And the only thing that like, kind of like was like, I was kind of like unsure about was like, it all, it all, there's a lot of like pros to it and everything like having that like super in-depth look at it. But I also didn't want to be like too biased. Um, and right. like with me and my uncle and everything, I wanted to still keep like a business approach to it and not be like, Oh, it's just kind of like a family thing. And, you know, like, I don't want to be like, too biased in a sense if that uh, if you if you can understand that like I kind of wanted to still go down there with open mind without making like any decision like if this is what I'm going to do or not you know so I really wanted to like evaluate it firsthand and see if it was still something I was going to be interested in mm-hmm. and that's yeah just to go off of that a little bit that's something that um I mean I feel like would be super easy to kind of like get wrapped up into because then it's like oh it's family you know everything they tell me, I'm going to, you know, try to believe as much as I can. Um, and then some people, you know, could then fall into, uh, you know, believing it too much where then they're just kind of slapped in the face, um, by some of the things like the negative things, a part of, uh, I mean, obviously every business, every industry, every job is going to have some kind of negative. Um, you know, it's all about how you look at that, but at the same time, like, uh, with, with this situation, you could definitely see, Um, even when I was down there, like everything was about the positives, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously you want to, you know, show all the good things that come with it. 
Um, but I'm glad that you really like looked into depth and saw, you know, everything that comes with this, um, you know, before you, you know, and you didn't make a decision, like literally the first time you were down there or anything like that. Like you really thought it through, um, which I think is another thing that you did a good job with. Yeah. So like, I mean, like a lot of the times, like they, I don't know what the actual rule is, but a lot of like things say like, you know, like if you might be so in, like digging into something, you know, you really want like this, this, whatever, you know, you really want this new su such and such. And then you like the next day you wake up and you're like, Oh, you don't really care anymore. You know? So mm -hmm. that was like the same thing. I kind of really wanted to, I mean, I, that was way back in June and I didn't have to really make any decisions until, you know, I actually decided to move down here. So, I mean, I had months and months to think about it. Even before I went down here, I was even like before June and everything, I was thinking about it. And I just wanted to kind of make sure that like, it wasn't like, oh, you know, it sounds cool right now, but is it going to be like really how I think it's going to be? Or am I going to be caught off guard by how much right. work it is or, you know, everything like that. Um. So, yeah, yeah I guess uh, now that you're down there, um, you mentioned you've been down there a couple of weeks now, um, kind of getting to the swing and the swing of things and everything. So um, what kind of goals have you kind of set for yourself uh, for the short term as for um, I know you're working on getting the um, the business set up and everything, um, still working on doing the pools. Do you have any plans for um, getting new clients yet or are you going to kind of focus on getting everything established first and then moving out to uh, start getting some more clients? Yeah, so basically where I'm at right now is like it's it's kind of a tough spot because like i had filed for my llc a while ago but it's just not like the system for state of florida has been like really backed up and everything so can't really do anything there so it's like i would but i have big plans for after i get that established because right now it's like basically i can't do billing i don't have a business bank account because i don't have the proper like material to basically be able to get all that stuff so basically what i'm waiting on is once that comes which i'm if it's going a schedule that should be around um this friday so i'm that that's kind of what the schedule was saying for the state of florida was they're going to be able to process it on friday so that's what i'm hoping for um we had already so basically what we're doing for this month he gets, he's going to bill it out and then we're going to work out some type of transaction where um i don't want to pay for like that that amount for the pool route or you know something along those lines to where like he doesn't have to pay taxes on it or you know i'm also getting a discount or i'm going to get the money for it everything like that so basically once uh once that comes into play hopefully in the next week or two here i definitely want to get some more clients um but i'm also like i had talked to the uh the president of ipsa um for our region or whatever it's basically like the um kind of like a local like it's not local but like there's different regions and chapters and basically what it is, is it's like a group pool, like membership type thing where like you're on, like basically in a group with other members of the industry and everything. And it's like a really good tool and everything like that to be able to kind of network and learn the ins and outs of the industry and kind of network with some other people. So I had talked to the uh, president's wife today for um, a pretty good amount of time and just kind of learned about the organization, what they offer. Um, and then they also, also, oh my gosh also offer like a bunch of uh like different like not a bunch but some insurance things and everything like that um to where like if you got hurt in the job or anything like your route will be covered by other members and stuff so there was a lot of cool things that they had uh incorporated that into so i'm definitely looking into joining that group um once i kind of like figure out what the requirements are and everything so 
I also do plan on getting my um, certified pool operator um, certificate. It's not a license or anything, but basically that would just help me, you know, like make, like give me the confidence to have the, um, to be able to like, you know, go to any pool and be like, okay, this is kind of what, like, I know what I need to do, you know, whereas now it's like, I kind of got the pool as like a good grasp on them because I've been doing them for, you know, almost two months now, if you add back in June and everything. So I kind of know what pools need what and everything, but, you know, allow it like just furthering my knowledge and stuff like that before I get like a bunch of new clients or anything. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm kind of looking to do that. And then uh, also I'm going to be building a website um, and just some other like, like social media pages and everything, just to kind of build up the reputation um, and just make everything look really professional. Good. Yeah. That's great to hear, man. Um, I guess jumping back a little bit. So just to give like a little bit of a uh, timeline for everybody um, that's listening, like uh, with, with the risk and everything that like was had to been and probably still goes through your head um, all the time. And that's for anybody that's getting into a business uh, of any kind, or, I mean, honestly, anything that's as life-changing as this um, going back to like, when did this kind of whole thing, was it like, when was it that we went down there um, last summer? You there, like the last week in June. Okay. Sure. So yeah. yeah, that that was when it like started to get definitely a little bit more serious, not necessarily just conversations on the phone and things like that. Like it was really starting to dip your feet in the water. Um, I guess give like a little bit of a timeline with like how everything was affecting either your head or like your day-to-day -day decisions um, with you like making this huge change. Cause I mean, you went across the country, you know, for like, uh, you know, for a business venture, which is pretty crazy um, for a lot of people that, I mean, you've talked to a lot of people and a lot of people, their reactions have to be, you know, like, wow, like first, the first thing um, that they say. Um, and so like, just, you know, the timeline and like how you were feeling from the beginning and then like, oh, this is actually happening. And then now that you're there and it's happened, and like, now you got to really hit the ground running. Um, you know, like how does all of that affect, uh, you know, how, how you're thinking and then your day-to-day -day, uh, decisions as well? Yeah. So basically like right now it's, it's a super weird time for me, you know, like I basically went from living at mom's house, um, not having like hardly any expenses to basically paying a pretty good chunk of money for, for me, at least for the business, moving to a different state basically just from like ground zero like just like and I don't know if yeah. this is the right mindset to have or anything but basically like what I'm what my mindset is like at the current moment and how stuff's like been playing out it's like you know like with with how, what I'm gonna have to figure out I mean I'm basically figuring out how to live in a new state I don't even know like half the directions of where I'm going running a business find trying to find a decent reasonable place to live because stuff down here in, in Sarasota is not cheap um, mm -hmm. by any means so trying to figure that out running the business it's basically like like I just want to figure out a way to to just work my work so hard that it's like I don't even, I can just you know just figure it like basically just have enough money to where I can support myself no matter what so right now it's like definitely a very risky time for me your head's kind of um, spinning your head's yeah, kind of spinning head's a little definitely bit spinning the last you know since I've been down here because it's it's not like oh you know you just gotta and another thing it's like with like just like recently just to give you an example like my truck like you, I, you basically need to have a truck you know a reliable vehicle you know you could always like if you had a normal job where you just got to get there or whatever you can pretty much 
drive whatever you wanted or get a ride for somebody. But with, with this type of thing, you got to have reliable transportation, um, to get to service all your pools and everything, you know? So, I mean, it takes you, you know, about two and a half, three days to service all your pools and everything. So you want to have reliable transportation. My truck's not been running the greatest. So that was in the shop the one day, thankfully I was able to, it was on my first week down here. Um, so I was just able to go up. Yeah, that was kind of like to do the pools, but like basically, it's like it's just really trying to figure out like my whole everything right now. It's like ground zero, like bait, like just everything I got to figure out. So it's definitely like a really vulnerable time for me, and I'm just trying to to do my best to to really figure it out. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely crazy, especially since you're uh, you're what 21 right now. Just turned 22 a couple just days ago. Just turned 22. So you're 22 years old, moving halfway, uh, well, basically all the way across the country from Michigan to Florida and uh, going out and starting your own business. But I know Austin and I have talked about it before. Um, now is really, I mean, for anybody listening out there, uh, especially if you're a young adult, now is really the best time to go and do something like that because, I mean, you're young. Um, yes, you have to support yourself, but at least you don't have like a family to support right now. It's um, It's just you. And you're able to keep these large goals instead of focusing so hard on your short-term goals that you kind of trap yourself in the short-term rat race. So um, that's something that I really noticed that's really impressive with your business is I know we've talked personally about it, um, but it does sound like you have um, some pretty large goals for the future um, that might not be in your mind right now since you're kind of focusing on getting um, the foundation laid and everything like that. Um, But I do believe manifestation is powerful. So what are some of the long-term goals that you have for your company um, that you kind of want to put out there that you want to see yourself maybe two, three years from now having accomplished? Yeah, definitely. So I, I, I have lots of goals for, for just personal goals as well as business goals, but basically for, uh, you know, I would like to, for one, I would, by the end of like the next calendar year, I'd like to be able to get this business completely paid off. Um, in the aspect of for the route and everything like that. Um, so I'm paying Brown like half up front for it. And then the other half I'm, I'm financing. Um, just basically just taking a, a chunk of the, uh, the uh, profit and everything and just having to, to shell that out to my uncle by just paying him every month. Um, so that's like one of the definitely the ones that's like, I'm, I'm not a very big debt guy um, at the moment. So I don't like to have like owing people money or anything. So that's just definitely one of like more of like a personal as well as a business goal, just to kind of get that, um, get that paid off as well as, um, I'd like to, in the next like year or two, probably, um, get one of those new, uh, Ford Maverick trucks. That's like one of the things that I'd like to be able to do. Those things are, I feel like they'd be like the perfect, 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 uh, pool service vehicle. You know, they get like, they got a bed in them. They get like 40 miles per gallon. So if I can, if I can find some, uh, some extra money to kind of buy that with them, I'd like to get that just so that way, uh, I'm kind of covered for that reliability aspect for at least, you know, five, six years or anything like that. So that would be, that's definitely something I would like to do is just kind of get and get myself into a more reliable vehicle that I don't have to worry about like, Oh, is the truck going to run good this week or, you know, something like that. Um, some longer term ones, I definitely like would like to, um, be able to get some more people working for me and everything building a route up to i i think honestly a hundred pools around a hundred pools would probably be pretty good you know around like 20 pools a day um five days a week monday through friday that that's definitely manageable um and then need be on saturday and sunday if you know we get like hit with some pretty bad storms or something like that i also have some some wiggle room to, to do those on the weekends if i had to do that so i'd like to you know double my accounts essentially 
Um, I don't really plan on buying any more accounts because it's just finance from a financial perspective. It's, it's pretty good. Like I'm, I'm, I'll be fine with what I have now. Um, but you know, I don't really feel like buying them when I, I feel like I have enough ability to kind of market myself to be able to grow those, um, more organically than, than purchasing those. So yeah, those are just some basic things that I got, um, kind of in my mind right now, just for some short and long-term goals. That's awesome. That's really cool. And uh, like Austin and I have talked about before, um, we definitely have always tried making uh, larger goals um, than we think we can hit. So that way, um, if we do fall short, at least we're still making that much more progress toward hitting those goals. So um, yeah, I guess I have another I got. I can build on that real quick. Yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, I do have some like numbers in mind and everything. Um, but basically like a lot of people, you know, don't really understand that stuff. It's like, they, like a lot of people were saying, Oh, you know, don't aim for that number. It's a, that's kind of high, you know, it's like, what if you don't hit it? It's like, okay. You know, if I, if I aim for a hundred thousand instead of 75,000, let's say I do make, I make 85, you know, I mean, these are just rough numbers, but right. I, I fell short, you know, but if I aim for 75 and I only make, you know, 65, I'm still, you know, 20 grand ahead roughly. So it's like, I might not be able to reach all the goals I want to in the same, you know, deadline that I'd like to be able to, but at least I'm kind of furthering my progress towards them than kind of limiting myself and limiting beliefs and everything. Exactly. That's huge because a lot of people, I mean, like you said, they have that mindset where it's like, um, if I set this goal, um, maybe, maybe a mid goal, um, like a midterm goal, and instead of shooting for, for the, the high goal, um, then I'll definitely hit this goal but they don't have any desire to go past that goal. Whereas if you set a really, really high goal, like you were talking about, even if you don't hit that goal, you still will um, go over that uh, middle goal or whatever you want to call it. So uh, yeah. that's definitely a huge, a huge thing that we have. Um, we've kind of talked about with gas money and stuff. So um, I guess one thing I was going to bring up also is um, kind of going back a little bit. Um, you've always had a real entrepreneurial background. Um, I know, obviously, we've been friends for a while. Um, and my mom actually sent me a text eight years ago today in 2014. Um, she posted on Facebook that me and you went out around our neighborhood, made 98 bucks each, uh, just shoveling driveways. And at that time, I think we were like 12, 14 years old. So um, that was definitely like a huge um, kind of experience to kind of gear us around entrepreneurship. And then as we got older, I know you've uh, done a lot of stuff with filming and um, doing different little projects here and there for people. So has there been any, um, what would you say are like the biggest influences um, towards entrepreneurship that you've seen in your life, whether it's a, a certain thing you've learned in school or a certain um, venture that you've had um, kind of on the side, like what has kind of motivated you to go towards this entrepreneurial uh, business venture? Yeah, so I've definitely always kind of had that entrepreneurship mind. Um, more so now, I think that I've kind of like, you know, done like a lot of different things. I feel like I've worked about a million different places already. So that kind of gives me a pretty good uh, inside look about like just different things and avenues and everything. So like originally, um, like as Robert was saying, like, you know, like we used to do the snow shoveling. At the time, I didn't really think anything of it. You know, I just didn't, I probably didn't know what an entrepreneur was. So I, I mean, I just basically was like, oh, you know, a little bit extra money and everything. So we did that a few years, did a little bit of mowing. Um, then I, I got a job at a farm there. And, you know, one of the uh, the owner of the farm, you know, he was he was actually a pretty big influence on me um, at the sod farm I worked at. And, you know, he, he was a very well off guy and just taught me like a lot of just basic things, not even about entrepreneurship, just 
some financial principles and stuff like that. And, you know, he was a very frugal guy and it seemed like, you know, like this guy's got a bunch of money and he's, you know, super, super good at saving and everything like that. So he definitely kind of showed me a few different principles and stuff that he abided by and everything. And I, that was kind of like the, you know, just something like kind of piqued my interest a little bit. Um, I was still in high school at the time. Um, and then, you know, I just started getting to some uh, photography and everything and my aunt's or my cousin was a real estate agent. So kind of started doing a little bit of that. And then I, you know, just basically like just same time frame as you guys started doing your, uh, the gas money stuff. So then basically I was, oh, you know, I had might be working at the farm, but I also might have a job with gas money. It was just like, you know, I, it was nice to not be able to be completely dependent on one income source and just be able to be like, you know, I want to take a vacation um, in the summertime or whatever. If I just have, you know, if I just have my one job, then they're going to want me to work or anything like that. But if I have a couple of different things that I can do and still make good money, I can just, you know, I'm not obligated to do gas money for, you know, a week or whatever. I can kind of work around my schedule, which has definitely been uh, probably the biggest uh, factor for me. It's just like, I just was never really big into like, you know, like asking for time off or stuff like that. It just seemed like it was just kind of like, man, like you only get one life, you know, do you really want to be asking some, asking your boss the rest of your life? Can I get this weekend off or, you know, in the future, like if you have kids or anything like that, you know, I need to go, I want to go watch this game, but it's like, you're stuck in the office where in this type of industry and stuff like that, you know, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot more uh, lax on that stuff. So I've definitely just been really interested in entrepreneurship and, as uh, I think uh, Austin was saying earlier, basically, you know, I tried to force some stuff with entrepreneurship before and like some photography stuff. And I just feel like I just really didn't have, like, I wasn't like, go, like I it was too comfortable in a sense, you know, like I, I was really wanting to do something, but I wasn't really sure. So I started doing some photography, which I, I still love to do. Um, but it wasn't really working as, as good as I had hoped. And I, I really, that was completely based on the fact that I just wasn't really getting myself out there as much um, as I liked. And with the pool thing, it was basically like, get out of your comfort zone. Like you're basically, if you don't like, if you're getting so far out of your comfort zone and taking so much risk on yourself that like you, you, you're basically forcing yourself to, to do it. So that was something cool. You know, it's just like, I, I can, whereas moving to a different state, it's like, you can't really sit around at home all day and, and not do your stuff. It's like you got accounts that are, that need to be serviced weekly. So you kind of got to get off your ass and, and do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, going literally hand in hand with that. I think Rob, actually, you sent me a quote. I'm not sure. I'm not going to quote that right now, but I'm just going to kind of like elaborate on it a little bit and then you can share the quote. Um, so basically like, I mean, the only place that you can grow, is outside of your comfort zone because like i mean you know you look at we've all done it you know we've slept in we've slept till noon or whatever and you know obviously like you probably stayed up late the night before and you know your pillow blanket just feels so good you're in your comfort zone like everything is just so comfortable um you know you're doing the same thing every single day um and i mean it is kind of unfortunate um, because like we've talked about, talked about either in the past uh, in a presentation that we've done, um, you know, at the high school, uh, it's, it's really unfortunate because kind of like that pathway in life um, is completely revolved around the comfort zone, you know, getting the nine to five job. I mean, 
I would be, I mean, only working from nine until five in the afternoon and literally have zero obligation for work after five o'clock comes around. That's pretty comfortable. I mean, I would be extremely comfortable with that. Like you literally just, Oh, now I can do literally whatever I want. I mean, a lot of people, you know, like to either hang out with their family. Um, you know, some people are, are pretty productive and, um, you know, they use that, uh, I guess you could call it like the 7 PM till 2 AM kind of like, I think Gary V, uh, you know, pushes that. Um, but those people, those people aren't comfortable, um, and they want to get out and they want to be uncomfortable in order to grow. Um, and like you said, I mean, literally you're putting yourself in, I mean, I would be extremely uncomfortable. I think anybody you talk to your age, um, to be able to do something like that, uh, would be extremely uncomfortable. Um, but I mean, it's all about, and I think you've already done this. You wouldn't be there if you haven't done this already. You've told yourself like, this is good. You have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, I think David Goggins said that, but, um, and that's the only way to grow. So I guess that was just my little elaboration on that, but did you find that quote, Rob? Yeah. Yeah. I just pulled the quote up. Um, so it's a, it's a good quote. I actually saw it on TikTok. So I don't know uh, who it's from. It was just some random TikTok dude, but the quote is um, what makes you comfortable can ruin you. What makes you uncomfortable can build you. So it really emphasizes, um, especially what Jackson was talking about um, at home in uh, Michigan, obviously that was pretty comfortable. You know, he had multiple different jobs that he could work at, but by forcing himself to travel across the country and start a business, um, he put himself in a position that's uncomfortable, but that caused him to work harder than he worked ever before. And it caused him to really chase his goals. Um, and I'm sure you've kind of noticed that already, Jackson, um, because if you were comfortable, like, let's say um, you didn't have a truck to fix or you didn't have these problems um, with kind of waiting on the state of Florida to get back to you, um, maybe like these next couple of weeks, instead of um, trying to figure out ways to keep growing and make some more money and just be kind of sitting around. Um, and I guess that's what a lot of people experience with comfort. But by putting yourself in this position, you're really um, kind of motivated to keep pushing through that. And I guess it's it's kind of human nature when you overcome a challenge. Um, I mean, Austin and I have felt it before, um, especially now there's a lot of challenges we're running into. Each time you overcome adversity in a situation that normally isn't comfortable and normally you wouldn't willing to put yourself in um, it's really even more powerful and even more rewarding once you make it through so um, I guess kind of to just go off of that point um, was there a point when you decided to actually go forward with this pools um, where you kind of had a question in your mind if you wanted to put yourself in that situation or did you pretty much know from the start that this is what you wanted to do um, so so I mean I really had a pretty good idea um from when I was down here in June in uh, June and July. And then like I had got back and I, we had talked to Alex and me, Alex and us had like conversation after we got back and just had time to think about it. And, you know, like I was thinking, you know, like, Oh, like if you really want to break it down, there has been like so many different obstacles and hoops to jump through that I didn't like, you don't even think about, you know, like there's just so much little stuff. But like, yep. you know, Alex said that he wasn't really going to think about doing it because he like, which no, no harm to him or anything. Um, you know, that kind of like, just was like, man, that kind of sucked. You know, it'd be nice to kind of have him on board with it. And then a few weeks go by or a month go by. And then Austin had said pretty much the same thing. You know, like I kind of got, got too much stuff on my plate right now with, with gas money and everything. So, so I was just like, you know, like, I don't really like, it'd be nice to have those guys, but 
I guess, I mean, like if I'm going to do it, I might, I'll just try it on my own kind of thing. So um, I kind of got that in the head. And then basically, I mean, to be honest with you now, it was just like the whole, like until I got down here, I was like, I mean, it, it had been in my head that like, this is what you're going to do, Jackson. But I was literally like the whole time I was like, dude, like you, you that's crazy, dude. Like everybody's like, man, you, are, are you like nervous about it? And I was like, no, because in my head, I was just like, you know, like I'm going for it, but I, who knows if it's going to work out or, or what's going to happen. But like, I had already made it, made it up in my head that mentally I was going to go down there. Like I mentally and physically was going to go down to Florida and just, and just figure the shit out. So, I mean, it wasn't like, Oh, I I'm like, had like a something in my mind to oh you know I think I should do that it was like basically like Jackson you said to, you told everybody you're gonna do it so you might as well hold yourself accountable and actually do it and not try and you know back out of it or something like that for for just because I was scared mm -hmm. yeah that's I mean that's a great thing to do too like for I mean what you just said like and that that's going to come up a lot of times I mean that comes up a lot of times for anybody like it comes down to accountability um, and you kind of did a really good job with what you did. Like you were mentally like already going to do it months, you know, a couple months before. And, you know, you had many conversations, I bet, with a lot of people and you, you know, you told everybody that. Um, and then obviously when you just keep looking back, whenever you have that negative mindset at all, and you can keep looking back at that. And that, um, you know, that forcefully putting that uh, that thing on you that makes you have to be account accountable for it um, and for your actions for, you know, even thinking about starting it or thinking about doing it at all. Um, you know, that that really, really helps people kind of, you know, make that that first step forward and your first step being pretty big, uh, you know, country size. But anyway, what I was also going to add to that, like, um, when you were thinking about those things and finally, when it came down to it and you were like, I'm going to hold myself accountable through all of that, did you ever have like a gut feeling? I know like we've had plenty of gut feeling like decisions. Um, and I know, I think, uh, it's an interview with Jeff Bezos and he even says like some of the biggest business decisions, and we're talking a trillion dollar company and that, you know, literally supports, I think they're up to, they got to be close to like 2 million employees now, which is literally insane. Um, and, you know, a company of that size and the guy still has gut feelings and makes decisions on those. Like, did you ever have that? And can you kind of pinpoint either one, two or three moments or something? You know, I, I don't know if I can say I really had like a, you know, like a really clear, like gut feeling, you know, like you should do that or you shouldn't do that. I just right. like it, it was it's honestly kind of weird I mean maybe those are come to in the future you know I'm not saying like I don't know I just basically like really held myself accountable in a couple of ways that I didn't think about doing like I wasn't actively trying to hold myself accountable that way but just by like everybody you know I talked to a lot of people back home and I had a lot of friends and they're always asking you know like oh how, what about how are you still moving to Florida and I'm like yeah you know so basically just by repetition I had kind of convinced myself to to come down here you know like I didn't want to be that guy that like kind of just like oh you know he he had big plans but he was too scared to do them or you know just kind of that like I just told everybody and over and over and over like just repeated the same thing to myself 
and kind of just convinced mm-hmm. myself that, you know, like you're not backing out, dude, like you got to follow through with this kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a huge, uh, a huge commitment to make. Um, and I guess uh, another thing to bring up too, um, I know with gas money, a lot of times we'll bring um, young adults on that are similar to our age. Um, obviously, you're 22, Austin's 20, I'm 19. So we're all really young in the uh, in the grand scheme of things. Um, we have a lot of a lot of our lives ahead of us and stuff. And we've um, done a lot of stuff already. I mean, um, especially with you in the pools and then us with gas money just um, at this time in our lives. So I guess uh, to, to ask a question, um, have there been times where you've kind of like taking a step back and thought about it, like, man, like I'm 22 years old, I'm moving across the country and doing this. Like that's normally something that somebody doesn't do at that young of an age, or if you always just had the, uh, the kind of mentality where you can do anything you set your mind to. Yeah. That for me, definitely. It's the, like, whatever I set my mind to, you know, like, I feel like I have a really good, strong, like relationship with my, with my mind and stuff like that, because, you know, like, I don't know how to like break it down, but I just feel like I really have a strong relationship with like how I think and everything, you know, like it's not like I don't really get like peer pressured and I have, I'm an independent thinker, I guess is a good way of putting it, you know, just because someone else does something mm-hmm. or, you know, think some way I want to be completely independent of that way of thinking and, and really look at it from a outside perspective and think, you know, like what, what's the, uh, like, what, why do I think this way? or why don't I do this, or, you know, just, just my actions and stuff like that have always been kind of based off of, you know, what I think is, is really the right move for me. Okay, yeah, so that's kind of, that's kind of similar to us, too, I think, um, and obviously with, with me and Austin, uh, it's two different people, and a lot of times it's uh, kind of been, we've been at disagreements, I know, uh, when we first made the LLC, Austin, that was probably one of the biggest, uh, I mean, it was an argument at the time, a, a big disagreement, but um, we kind of both combined our, our goals and our mindsets and uh, eventually compromised and uh, went through, went forward with it. So I'm glad we, I'm glad we did that. And it really does come down to just like you said, Jackson, having that relationship with yourself. So um, looking at the time, we are going to finish up soon. I think Austin had one more question to ask and then um, we'll get on our, get on yeah, our way. And I think, I think this will uh, finish it up. Perfect. And one one little thing about uh, what you just said to Jackson about being an independent thinker. And that's what really that I mean, dude, that's what an entrepreneur is like. You cannot you cannot go with the masses. You cannot feel comfortable with, you know, wanting to to wear what everybody else wears or, you know, feeling ashamed because, you know, you can't buy this this certain thing that everybody has. Um, or have that certain job that everybody wants to get or go to that certain school. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I think having that mindset can really, I mean, even if you think that way as somebody that, that doesn't have a goal of an entrepreneur or, you know, a goal to open up a a business and and grow it to an empire or um, anything like that, just a goal to, you know, get a, get a good job that can support a family and uh, you know, do well in life. Um, but also having that mentality with that, you can literally, I mean, even that person with those small goals, if they had large goals, they can go, you know, the sky's the limit with that mentality is what I'm trying to say. Um, but anyway, just to kind of jump to the next thing real quick, uh, just to kind of finish it off with some advice from you, Jackson, I know, uh, you just got down there and everything. It's your second week or third week. This is my third week. I'm pretty sure. Yep. This okay, so third, 
third week from the move from Michigan to Florida, Sarasota, Florida, uh, to open up the business. And, you know, but you've been thinking about this for a while, for months now, we, like we just talked about, um, I guess what are like, what's just, you know, one piece of advice or a couple pieces that you could give to somebody if they were sitting right in front of you and they asked you, you know, what should I do when they were sitting, you know, with, with that mindset and that situation that you were in, you know, when you were about to, about to go, or just thinking that you were about to go and you, you knew you wanted to. There's, there's definitely two like words that pop out to me that kind of like, you know, one of them is growth, just like, just trying to get yourself to grow and better yourself. And, you know, you can always sit around and do the same stuff with the same people and there's nothing wrong with that, but just kind of getting a, getting outside of the box and everything, get outside of your comfort zone. And that's how you grow. And then the other one would definitely be uh, uh, adapt. Adapting is definitely something that I've had to do a lot of, and it's only been a couple weeks. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. literally like there is so many little things that, you know, like, like, where am I going to stay? Like, Oh, this won't work. You know, this will work. Or there's just a million different things that I've had to, you know, adapt to my truck doesn't work. So I have to figure out an alternative way. You know, so you basically just have to constantly be adapting to the situation and not get too down on yourself. You know, like it, some, you kind of got to embrace the suck a little bit. Um, like sometimes thing doesn't work out the way you want it to, but you got to kind of just figure out like, oh, how can I turn this, you know, into something like what, what, what should I do next time? Or what can I do to kind of better myself from the situation? And just, just to like really take a, a minute to, appreciate the suck at the time and then later on you're like oh you know like I kind of overcame that obstacle and everything so definitely adapt and growth are the two words that I'm uh, really been focused on since I've been down here I like that awesome. a lot if uh if our listeners could take anything from this podcast uh, grow and adapt those are I mean if you do those two things you can you can pretty much get anywhere you want in life uh just keep keep improving yourself and um any obstacle or challenge that comes in your way just adapt and uh do your best to overcome that so um I think now we're about to uh we're getting to the time to to wrap it up so um Jackson we really appreciate having you on uh, we'll definitely have you back on in a couple months to kind of check in on your progress and everything and uh keep having you back on um, the podcast just to kind of stay updated with everything so uh thank you so much for for everything you've uh, given the listeners today and for uh, kind of sharing your story with everybody and uh, to all the listeners out there, thank you for checking in. So we hope you guys have a great rest of your day or evening or morning or whatever time it is right now. And uh, if you want to hear more content like this for young adults, be sure to uh, check out the Gas Money podcast. We've got other podcasts um, with Jackson, some of our friends from home and also other uh, mentors that we've had in the, in the past. And we have big plans for getting new people on. So um, go ahead and like and, subscribe, like and subscribe if you haven't already. And uh, as we always say at the end of our podcast, go get that gas money. <laughs>